0: Who the fuck buys this shit? I can read your mind.
1: Yeah, oh, 100%. It does. It strokes your ego. Get messages from from like beyond, I guess. Episode uh, nine. Nine. Wow. We're almost, almost 10 deep. Yeah. How's your week been? No, nah, not much has changed. I feel like just life. Life's going on, isn't it?
0: Thanks for watching episode nine, guys. Yeah,
1: cheers. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's
0: it. How, how have you been? Yeah, all good. All good another dub at the weekend had an Octoberfest social that was fun yeah
1: hey, I see your uh, picture in your Lederhosen
0: me and me and Saunders yeah funny story about that game scored another try of course that's the shock um, someone someone in the crowd I think it was actually Kalen. he came to watch shouted like fucking score a try Bill fuck's sake literally next phase of play I scored and I put a picture on my story I don't know if you saw of me like celebrating the trial but looking into the crowd I was literally looking at Kane like what was that but yeah no good weekend speaking about actual stuff now actual a, stuff a, yeah not not bullshit that no one cares about I saw a article it was actually like a month ago I think I meant to bring it up on the podcast before but I just didn't because um, you've got so many other topics to be speaking about um, of like in Brazil some woman basically got done for uh, basically frauding like over a 100 million dollars off of people pretending to be a psychic or a medium or one of the two and pretending to be able to speak to their family members and really convince them of a lot of shit and ended up like not just taking money off them but convincing them to give her like family heirlooms that are worth loads and basically the total was like 140 million dollars or something Um, and I thought it'd be a good topic to speak about like psychics and mediums and stuff because like you do hear of it happening a lot I remember I was watching a Darren Brown documentary type thing once where he exposed fake psychics and he would basically put because people know who he is he would ask someone to go undercover basically book a a medium thing or a psychic Um, and then put cameras on them put cameras all around the area blah 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 and try and catch them out and one of them was driving like a yellow mini, and um, had posted a few things on Facebook or something. And get into the he gets into this undercover guy gets into the meeting with this psychic, and the psychic's like, "Something, do you drive a a yellow car, a mini to be precise?" And the is like, "Wow, yeah, I do." And because Darren Brown's got cameras all around the area, he literally pulls up a clip after that happens of. Um, that man driving past him earlier in the day and seeing what car he has, oh. right? And then he says something about something that basically he's posted on Facebook. And obviously, if, if you didn't know all of this and you went there, even though he's not telling you much about like family or anything, you'd still think, oh, oh fucking hell, how has he done that? Um, and it does happen a lot. You get like a load of fucking fraudsters. But I do sort of hope that some of them are actually legit. Because like you do want to believe that you know psychics, for example, when you go to a psychic, because people do and they want to like get messages from their family members. You don't want to believe like when someone dies, for example, that that's just it and there's nothingness. And psychics being real is sort of like giving you a proof that there is an afterlife where your loved ones have gone to. And <clears throat> I know a lot of people who have gone to psychics, given fake names, like to, to try and sort of see if it's real, given like a fake name in an area that they don't really live, never, don't really know anyone in sort of thing. Because um, another thing psychics do as well, is they try and get information out of you. Like They'll be talking to you, and they'll find out that you've lost your dad. And they'll then be like, oh, I've got an older man here. He He's it's your father, type thing. Because they try and get the information out of you. And I know people who have gone to them um, and given like a fake name, in an area they don't really know anyone they've not engaged in that whole conversational thing so that the person can try and probe them and ask them questions and they've come out thinking like fuck me I had messages from <clears throat> people I, you know who are gone and I didn't answer any questions about it etc so I wanted to get your thoughts like do you think any because I'm sort of on the fence with it do you think any psychic slash mediums are actually legit and do you think there is anyone that can actually get messages from from like beyond I guess
1: <laughs> Uh <laughs> nah, no, nah, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying there isn't an afterlife and all that, I don't know, you'd hope so, you'd hope there's something after, but then, yeah, I'm just too, too sceptical about it, I feel like too many people want to prey on people that are mourning and want to hold on to something, there's enough assholes in the world basically to be like, yeah, God, I'll take a few kids off that, some people might be a little bit more spiritually connected and that, but I mean you get it apparently a lot of kids in it like a lot of kids talk to talk to ghosts and stuff my older sister when my family we used to, when we used to live in like Barkingside they they, she used to lay in her cot. My mum tells me a story, it scares the shit out of me to be fair. You know how much I hate these things. <laughs> she used to lay in her cot and she would just look up at the ceiling and like talk like baby gibberish sort of thing all the time and just stare at the ceiling like wide open. And then they, my mum and mum was talking to someone once, mum and my dad saying, and then they was like, oh, she talks, she talks to spirit. She was like, did she ever just sit in a room on her own and like start talking? Mum was like, yeah. And they was like, oh, fuck, yeah, she's talking. To- but at the same time, I think a lot of these people, they just take a shot in the dark. And it's like, if you're going to them, you can try and take a shot in the dark, you know? And they're like, oh, I'm getting a message from a <coughs> from a man. And then when you say man, like, They like, they like this and you're like, you take that cue and you're like, it's a it's a older man. And if they don't react to it, it's like, no, 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 old not older, younger. And it's like, it's your dad, brother, uncle. And they just take the cues. That does happen.
0: And that's why I'm on the fence is because a lot of them obviously do do that. And a lot of them will be like, "There's," again, if you're going to one of them, it's because they know you've lost someone, Mm. right? And someone that you love. It's not going to be someone you don't care about. Mm. And typically people you love are going to be your other half, children perhaps, parents, uncles. It's not going to be like your fifth cousin twice removed that you spoke to once. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be someone. So I do get it. And like with this Brazilian, this woman in Brazil that I read this article of, it is so easy to fraud people like that and to scam people like that because they are, they want it to be true so bad. And that's why I'm sort of on the fence because you hear loads of stories of people just talking crap but you also hear ones of like, I've got family members and I've got friends who have been to them and had both experiences where Mm. one they thought was just crap and told them nothing, one they thought told them a lot. Um, and I always, when I was like a bit younger, was always just like oh, i slowed load of bollocks. Like seeing a thing like Darren Brown where he literally, because he goes in afterwards, that Darren Brown thing, I was just saying, he literally goes in afterwards and is like, earlier today, I filmed you driving past this man's blah, blah, blah address where you witnessed him getting into his yellow car. Um, all of the things you've mentioned about his family and what he's been up to recently have been posted on his Facebook with the last, in the last few weeks in build up to this to try and bait you to say something about one of them, blah, 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 and he calls the geezer out and the geezer gets all shitty, and obviously (laughs) he ends up storming out. But you've got so many of them, but like, I remember someone told me once who went to one, Um, again, someone who knows that there's bullshit ones as well and doesn't give anything away, like doesn't go, yeah, and not, you know, doesn't try and, doesn't interact, they just sit there in silence and say like, tell me what you're, tell me what's coming sort of thing, not, they don't answer questions and this one woman once said to her apparently something like oh I've got um, got an older woman here let's just call her Judith God knows what the name was Judith. Um, Sorry, Judith. and she was like yeah Judith you used to be friends with your nan and she was just like I've got no absolutely no idea and the woman was like well she just wants me to know that she just wants me to tell you that she's always looked over you she's always looked over your daughters blah 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 again they hadn't spoken about having daughters so she was just like right but she said look i I don't know Judith, sorry, like, that doesn't doesn't mean anything to me, right? And she then got home and spoke to her mum or something, or her dad, <clears throat> and said, like, did Nana have a friend called Judith? And they were like, yeah, yeah, blah, 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 this was Judith. They were childhood friends, grew up together, blah, blah, blah. Um, obviously saw each other less in later life. And that's one of the things that I then hear that, and I'm sort of like, how would you possibly... Because that isn't like what you're saying. That's not a punt in the dark. They've not gone... I've got an old man here I'm here brother dad like that's so specific she just went I've got a woman here Judith she says she was friends with your nan and she just wants you to know that you you know she's always looked at that's not a punt in the dark that is something that's so specific and that just makes me think how could you possibly the woman the the person herself didn't even know who the medium slash psychic I don't really know what the difference is between those two terms that's why I keep saying them both but they didn't even know and they said to the woman like i no idea who that is sorry only to then find out that there actually was like a friend you know what I mean I I find that strange and that's something that makes me then think mmm like that is something that would then that makes me want to go myself and just do it, and just say, and again, not say anything to them, not give them loads of information about myself and who I miss, and this, that, and the other. Just sit there and be like, if you can actually feel something, and if you, you know, if people can actually speak through you, et cetera, then tell me who's it, like who who's there for me, sort of thing, and just see what they say, because it'd be very easy, I think, to obviously tell if they were talking crap.
1: Yeah, oh. being, being like, <laughs> just I'm just a bit skeptical about it. I, I think, all right, fair enough, she said that Judith thing, but maybe she does, maybe she doesn't, but it's like, how many, how many people does she say Judith to every day and just happens to get a few of them right? There's, there, I, I imagine- I imagine like, a lot. But they'll probably do enough research into these people. Uh, they can read more cues than like me or you would pick up on. Like if they see someone's eyes open a little bit more or they notice that they- say I don't know you say a name and they're like they sit up a little bit and you're like oh shit I'm onto to something here or no fair enough that judith thing is a bit it's a bit random and yeah I do think I do think they're mad things that happen but I do I just think like if if you really really could do these things you wouldn't be fucking selling your services sitting in some dark, in yeah, in Dagenham in some dark room above a corner shop. But no, I don't, I don't think that's how
0: it happens to be fair. But look again, I don't necessarily believe in it that like myself. I'm just going to play devil's advocate because you're very against the idea. I'm going to tell you another one, right? Um, he is very like obviously emotional about. Doesn't really speak about his family as much, etc. He was once, at not even at a medium, like he doesn't believe in the shit either. Well, he didn't. He was literally at a party around um, someone's house, like a, a neighbour or something, like a, a street party or something at Halloween, like quite a few years back now. And um, some random geezer who lives in the neighbourhood said something to him like, I've got your dad here. And he just, like, just randomly. No, no, but he <laughs> laughed and just <laughs> went, no, he, he went, fuck off. No, you fucking don't. Right. The geezer went, he used to he used to call you something, right? When you were a kid. I mean, how specific is that? It's funny, I laughed as well. How specific is that though? And he just went, oh, fuck this, I'm not dealing with this. And he just walked away apparently and he said, like, I'm not, I wasn't ready to have a, obviously his dad's passed away and he was just like, I was not ready to have that conversation type thing. And he didn't go and see someone. Someone literally just said, I've got your daddy, mate. Um, and then nailed the nick. He used to literally call you this nickname. That nickname isn't like a, like, do you know what I mean that is a very specific again very very specific more specific than the Judith thing and he was just like he obviously was taken aback because he hadn't heard that in fucking years and he was just like apparently literally just went oh, I'm not fucking dealing with you and walked away and yeah, just left exactly. yeah but like that's what I mean and when I hear stuff like that I then do just sort of think maybe there's a chance that some people not all of them of course there's so many fucking fraud and scam artists, but some people do actually have the ability to um,
1: supernatural powers,
0: not even supernatural powers, maybe just I don't know, get spoken to. I, I feel like that I a, I don't really think that's a supernatural power as such, mate. Speaking to fucking dead people, that is, that has a power. Well, you don't believe in it though,
1: so I'm saying, but no, but I'm saying like if that, I feel like there's probably like some superhero in some comic somewhere where that is their power,
0: yeah.
1: Speaking to the afterlife,
0: the Umbrella Academy.
1: I've never watched it. Like there's
0: someone who can do it on there. But stuff like that, it does make me think. And obviously, it's also the fact that, like everyone, I have lost people. And I would love to believe that it may be true. Again, don't really think it is. But how sick would it be if you did actually go to one one day and they literally dropped so many things about family members that you've lost, little um, personal stories that they, you can't just pluck out of thin air and sort of said, oh, he was laughing about this. He's reminded me of this sort of thing. It would be sick, and it would be sick to experience something like that. Yeah. Um, and you, you sort of hope it's true. And again, it's only ever when you've lost someone. So I get the whole thing that it's easy to take advantage of people in that in that circumstance. And that's why there is so many like scammers
1: who do it. But
0: I would just like to believe that perhaps there's potential that it could be could be legit.
1: Yeah, I mean, yes, yes, I suppose yeah. There's there's that like it's it would be nice to think, but then I'm at the same time I don't know if I would like why would I want to go in there and just relive relive all those thoughts knowing that they're never going to be there again you can call. you have those you have that hour 30 minutes with that person they're like oh yeah your are dead uncle cousin brother dad mum whatever we've got them here they re- they're looking over you cool this is when you was younger you used to do this you go out well emotional and just thinking ah oh, right cool they're not going to be there when I get home though are they
0: yeah but don't again devil's advocate they would be because that would then prove to you that like currently now we don't know if there's an afterlife you like to think that there is one you like to think that there's not like a biblical heaven but like some sort of afterlife there where your family members are there and they are looking down on you that's a hope that's not a you know they're there you like to think that they're there because you don't like to think that no one likes to think that when someone dies it's just done If you went to uh, a psychic, for example, medium, whatever it's called, and you were actually convinced and you were told things like that and you were told they are with you all the time, they're looking down on you, they're watching over you, you're not leaving that and thinking, well, they don't want be here when I get home. You're then thinking, surely that would convince uh, a sceptical person then that, no, there is an afterlife and they they are there. Wouldn't that make you happier knowing that you've been told that they are watching over you type thing?
1: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. That's, That's it. I'm very... I don't, I think a lot of these people are just there to make money off people that are mourning. People that, I think when you're in that state of mind or if you get into that state of mind to want to go to speak to that person, you're going to be a lot more, for want of a better word, gullible to whatever they say. And it's the the optimist in you who's going to just believe them no matter what. And it's kind of like, are they actually telling... Is there any truth to what they're saying? Or are they just saying it to make you feel a little bit more comfortable? But yeah, I like, see, I think there's a lot There is a lot of con-ice out there. And there might be the odd one or two that are, are good people with good intentions. But...
0: But don't you think you would be the same as me, would be the perfect person to go to one? Because you are sceptical and you're not going there gullible thinking, please tell me like so-and-so is there speaking to me. Like if I went, like I said... I would not give away any information, like personal information. If they started probing me and asking questions about my family, card Critical like, details. Yeah. I had a... Put in pin number, yeah. finger a bummer. <laughs> I, I wouldn't give it... Do you know, and wouldn't you want to go to one and be sceptical and not give away any personal information, not play up to the whole thing of... Oh yeah, is that older man my granddad, for example, or something like that? Um, and then see if they actually legit can tell you something that you're not expecting, type thing.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would love to be proven wrong, but I think that's the only thing, isn't it? With the things like that, you can't be proven wrong. Like there is no, there's no physical evidence. They can say all of these things, and it can just still be like lucky guess. Like you know what, you've done enough research into me. To find out a few facts and things like that, and you've just taken a few stabs in the dark, and I suppose the longer you've been doing it, the more the more successful your uh, stabs in the dark are gonna be, get a little bit more accurate. Right? Yeah, no, I I
0: hear it. I'm just I'm devil's advocate again. You go over to Timbuktu somewhere you've never been before. You give a fake name to someone, mm, right? So they're not looking up Charlie Cannon PT on Instagram and seeing what you're up to. Fake name, never met the person. It's a place you've never gone to. They don't know your true identity, and you go and sit down, and they like name drop to a T, a couple of family members you've maybe lost, tell you a couple of stories that <clears throat> you remember from being a kid with that person, and you telling me you wouldn't, you'd still leave that and just think, ha, huh, well they got lucky, didn't they?
1: No, that's that's why you would be a little bit more optimistic about it, but maybe that is just just to go against what you're saying, really, but maybe that is where you're going in there, and you are. For you to go into that situation in the first place, you've got to be thinking about that person and you're gonna be not mourning, m- m- but you're kind of in that emotional state where you're like, I just want to hear something good. Uh, and any little bit of information you get is gonna be like, oh yeah, that's fucking amazing. Like but let's say, okay, right, you're going in there, you, like you said, you're not gonna go see something about someone you don't miss, are you? So you're never gonna go with someone you've got like shitty memories with. And most of these psychic things or or me, medium medium or median? no yeah whatever um that you go to they never they never cut you never walk in there and be like yes yeah i remember your dad used to smack the shit out of you when you walked through this house in money trainers they <laughs> like it's always it's always positive memories i
0: remember when father O'Donnell bent you over
1: at the church pew <laughs> yeah you're like oh fuck it's always <laughs> like oh these great times when you was playing with so and so and if they could give me like specific things, like I remember right my cousin, for example, when I was younger and we used to go on holiday to Cyprus, he had this habit of I say habit, it was he used to fucking torture me. He'd like put me under the water until I was like, couldn't breathe, pull me back up. He was I, God, I can't remember how much older he was. I was a little kid at the time. Until like, and then he'd let me come up for a gasp of air. Put me back under. It's not a fond memory. Like mentally scarred because of that. Wait, him. <laughs> no, he's dead. I, I think he just like used like you le- used to like bullying his younger cousin. No, I get I get bullied,
0: but that's borderline like like that is Yeah, like that's genuine torture. Like that's very strange.
1: I mean, he wouldn't like just drag me in the pool to do it. Oh, like, no, we'd no, get he'd <laughs> ask for consent first. <laughs> yeah, we'd get like we'd get in the pool and, like you'd be play fighting and that. Uh, Right, okay. And then, obviously, he'd just always win. But, yeah, that's... Like, it's never... It's never unfond memories, is it? Or maybe it's a fond memory because it's memories I've got of him, but...
0: Well, but you hear stories as well of people like saying, say didn't have a good relationship with a sibling or a father or mother, whatever, that come and apologise and say, I regret what I've done. You do get stories of that as well. So maybe there is unfond memories.
1: Yeah, true. (laughs) You're debunking the...
0: No, I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate. I just wanted to get your thoughts because I do think it's interesting and I do think... I think it's really bad that... There are so many scam artists that do it because you are preying on vulnerable people um, because you are literally taking people who have hope and will probably believe a lot of what you say because they're missing their loved ones and they want to hear some sort of message. And I do think it's really bad. And I, I do think there should be harsher harsher sentences when they know that someone's been scamming like this woman in Brazil. But the trouble is as well...
1: There's nothing actually how can illegal about it. you prove...
0: Yeah, unless you are actually... I mean, you're scamming people out of money, technically. If you know that you actually aren't hearing anything, you're just talking bullshit, you technically are doing something illegal by a faulty a yeah, yeah, service yeah. and defrauding people. But yeah. how do you actually investigate, like as, a, as the police, how do they say like, no, you're just talking crap, you're not actually hearing yeah. that? Because how do you prove that someone is or isn't? It's, yeah. But I think it's bad that it, is a, like it, it can go on because you are preying on the vulnerable, like we say, and I do think that's poor. Um, but I mean, do you believe there's an afterlife?
1: Yeah, I think, well, I say, yeah, I'd like to believe there is, but then at the same time, I don't want to believe- But glib- there's no proof on that. Yeah. I, I'd like to believe there is, but again, I'm a bit like, what is there really? Like, is it, you know, once once your time's up on the earth, that's it, lights like, so, out. I'd, I'd rather not, I'd rather not live my life kind of thinking I've got another life after this because then you're just going to, Do everything you want in this life, didn't you? Live it to the fullest and whatnot. Um But then yeah, it is I think it's yeah, if you was to look at it from that point of view, you don't want to believe that like when loved ones die, they yeah, they're just gone forever. And
0: the scariest prospect for me is not even that loved ones that have left me are gone. The scariest thing for me is if like if I were to die tomorrow, say, Mm. and Re and my mum, I couldn't like watch over them and I was then just gone and they would probably be hoping that there is an afterlife but there isn't that's what scares me is the fact that they'd be probably hoping that i'm watching over them etc they'd be like my mum would probably end up going to a psychic and potentially hope to hear from me type thing um and that's the scary thing for me is then it's peak for them like it's peak for the ones that you leave behind as well as of course being peak for the loved ones that you've lost yourself um but you want to like, even if you died and if you were going to die, you would want to, you would hope as well that you could watch over people that you've left behind. And so it is a, it's a hope more than Yeah, a, that's you, it, I suppose. You can't disprove it.
1: Yeah, and you don't want to shut down people's hope. And if, Joe, if someone wants to believe it, fucking great. You believe it. I'm just a little <laughs> bit more sceptical about it. Yeah, That would probably maybe be a good guess to get on one day, get a medium on us, medium, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh...
0: It would be interesting for sure. Do you believe in hip- hypnotism? That's not quite the same, but similar.
1: Um, same thing. I don't, I'm always just all of these things. I th- it's because there is no, there's no way to prove it. Like there's no, you can't have any hard, hard evidence. And it's no matter how much people would be like, do you know, when you see those hypnotism things, they're like, no, I wasn't paid to do this. Like there's no, nothing like this, that and the other. And it's like, how do you know? How do you know? Like, you just, come on. If someone gives you enough money, if someone gave me 100 quid and went life for the rest of your life about being hypnotised, I'd be like, yeah, go on then, 100 quid. 50 quid even.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, do you know what the trouble is for me as well? It's like when you hear something from someone you actually trust, like a friend or a family member, like mm-hmm. with the whole psychic thing, growing up, never, ever believed in it, used to preach about how bollocks it is and how people scam the vulnerable, etc. But then like my mum went to one And she said, like, I actually believed it, blah, blah, blah. And then you think, like, I think, like, I trust my mum. I don't trust the psychic, but I trust my mum to not be an idiot um, and not just be that gullible. And for her to then say, I did go in there with a bit of a guard up and waited to hear from them, blah, blah, blah. And then I thought, okay. And then obviously Ree's mum has gone to them a few times as well and told me a, a couple of stories. And I've got a friend who's gone to one as well. Um, and when you hear from them you sort of believe it the same with the hypnotism again I've never ever believed in it and I always thought to myself again I want to be that sceptical person that goes go on and hypnotise me then you know yourself whether it's actually (laughs) actually true yeah just like um, I remember when I was in sixth form I went to fuck knows where it even was there was some sort of trip and uh, this hypnotist there was a few schools that went down and this hypnotist took up like a person from each school or something and hypnotised them on stage and had some geezer in, from ours, like, walking around like a chicken and fucking buck, buck, bucking and all that. Um, and I was just thinking, like, you attention seeker. Like, you <laughs> utter fucking attention seeker. You probably want to go back to six sixth whenever and everyone asks you, like, oh. You gimp. Yeah, literally. I was just thinking, yeah, I'd say gimp. And then again, he then said, no, like, genuinely, I was fucking hypnotized. And I was just thinking, oh, bollocks. Um, but then, like, Alan, Ree's dad, he's a smoker and he's previously been hypnotized to stop smoking and he did yeah and he that. literally like that cold turkey he got hypnotized and they told him to stop smoking whatever they do to him and he's like a like he's smoked he's in his 60s now he's literally smoked for like fucking 50 years <clears throat> um and he literally left that place didn't smoke again for like 3 or 4 years he actually then put on weight the reason he started smoking again was cuz he put on weight Because as a smoker, you you ate less, yeah. 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 So he then started smoking again, like made the conscious choice to start smoking because he he wanted to lose weight again. right? (laughs) Yeah. But um, I believe him. Like, what what possible reason does he have to go to a hypnotist to get, because he wanted to stop smoking, and you're an addict, you can't just go, right, I'm stopping smoking now. and then, yeah, he, he stopped like that. And you, I've heard a lot of stories about that sort of thing where if you're scared of a particular thing, if you have some sort of phobia or you're addicted to something, that you go to get hypnotised and they get the thought completely out of your head and make you stop. And I've heard a lot about that. So what's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I, mean, there is, I know there is those... um, There's those... Yeah, like I, when people have phobia things and that, but it's a course of... It's a course of like... um. People's like you might get video uh audio tapes or something like that or a course of things where people say all of these things to you and it's almost like um imagery. Like you it's like you know, it's like I, I picture myself winning a gold medal or something if you're an if you're an athlete, like saying if you're like an Olympic athlete and you just that's all you ever do is replay and replay and play over your head is is it called um I actually said this last week and I can't manifest in. Manifesting like that visualization side of things. And maybe it's like the brain is a powerful thing. If you convince someone enough, if it's going in your ear constantly and you say the right things and that, you convince someone enough that they're not a smoker or they're not scared of something, over a course of time, it may be more powerful than you just thinking, because you don't know, really know the right techniques yourself. But then I'd be like, is that hypnotizing in like the powerful way make people make it seem? Or is it just like, Mold because the brain, the brain is like quite plastic in the sense it's not like hard hard like it's once you've got your thoughts that's not it like people's thoughts can change is it just knowing how to manipulate someone in the sense that they no longer think that way
0: yeah but i well, his
1: wasn't like that so just this in,
0: this one in particular for example he literally went once oh, got fair, a hypnotized yeah. to stop smoking stopped right um and i've not really heard of what you're saying before of it being like a long drawn-out process the ones that i've seen online have been like you go there for a day, they speak to you for a couple of hours and you leave the place not even remembering, like when um, Alan for example, when he left the room, he left the room not even remembering what the geezer had said to him. He just never felt the urge. He got back in his car, dro- drove home, and just then didn't again get the urge to pick up a cigarette and smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I've seen loads of stuff about that online as well where it just it's quick, couple of hours, you're in and out, you don't even really remember what they say to you, you just don't feel the same urge that you did. Yeah. right because um, what you're saying there like I don't think if someone just tried to drum in a different opinion to me I'd be like yeah, no, it's like,
1: not it's not they're not just saying to you you're not a smoker you're not a smoker it's the you, they say they say, they know what to say how to say it if you're not reacting a certain way it's like going to therapy a therapist is not going to be like change your mindset or therapist is not going to be like you need to be fucking happier, like, you need to forget about this they draw it out in a certain way that makes you feel better
0: yeah, but I uh, keeping it on this top, not like therapy. Keeping it on this topic, I can't imagine what someone would say to me to get me to stop doing something. For example, mm, like to it. even if you did it like constantly, like you said over a period of time, to stop drinking alcohol, for example, or eating crisps, my favorite things. I what can someone say to me without hypnotism? Again, I don't know whether I necessarily believe or not. You have you have to have it happen to you to believe it. Yeah. I think. Um, so I don't know what techniques they can possibly use, et cetera, but I can't imagine there's much that someone could say to me, whether it's in a two-hour conversation or even a long, drawn-out process, if hypnotician wasn't real, to make me stop drinking, for example, if I didn't want to. You're um, a disgusting alcoholic slob. <laughs> People are disgusted with you.
1: <laughs> I think that'd actually be quite an interesting uh, part of it, like, bit to do, though, would be get someone that actually has no intention of doing these things. So, like, obviously, when... Um, their dad went he he wanted to quit smoking mm-hmm. like he had that mindset of like I want to quit smoking but I don't think I can do it by myself so I'm going to get someone to do it but if I like yeah I've got no interest in stopping drinking mm-hmm. if someone was just like right you're, I'm putting you in this I have zero interest in stopping drinking would it have the same effect and it's like well then if it doesn't then is it real yeah it can't be real because if, if it was so well and like tried and tested and proven and that no matter what, anyone should be able to walk into that situation and be hypnotized.
0: That, that is the same though as what I was saying about the psychics is that's why I want to do it myself. Same with hypnoticians, same with going to a psychic. Um, and in the psychic example, not give anything away at all. Like perhaps your eyes light up if they say something that hits the spot, but like not give them information, not even really tell them if what they're saying is correct and just listen. And the same with like being hypnotized I know that I would sit there thinking like, yeah, try it. Like I'm not going there Lucky wanting tall. to be. Do you know what I mean? So it would be interesting. Maybe we can do it on a, do it on an episode.
1: Hey, we're getting it up. we are do like a video on was like, so.
0: Yeah, we should. but I, I think it would be interesting because again, if if it was real, there's a lot of stuff that you could do with that in the world. Yeah. To hypnotize like back in World War Two, to hypnotise Hitler to not be a prick. Like <laughs> I'm, sure you know, I'm sure that's how
1: they described it with World War Two Stop being a prick. <laughs>
0: Do you know what I mean? Like there's so many things you could do now. I mean, because there's still a trustees that happen in the world now. If you could hypnotize people to not like think that other races are beneath them or hypnotize people to not think a certain way that's damaging to the world, um, there's a lot that you could actually do with that if it was real. So that's why it's something that I'm interested by because I don't know if do people come out very often and say that hypnotism is fake and that it didn't work on me type thing. You only ever yeah, see, you only see the success stories. True,
1: Listen, no one's gonna no one's gonna turn around and be like, yeah, it didn't fucking work. with eighty of the hundred people. I
0: no, but you know, like what you said earlier, of um, oh, if a hypnotist paid me a hundred quid, I'd say yeah. I was hypnotized. But a week later, you would say to someone, sure, it's only a hundred quid. You, you'd say to someone, but I actually wasn't. So why do all of these people maintain that? No, yeah. it definitely
1: maybe, maybe they're signing them. Um, Maybe they're signing. Not is it non-disclosure, non-disclosure agreements that if you ever go back on your word, you have to give us the hundred pound back
0: plus ten. <laughs>
1: yeah, fuck that, Christ! i not made of money.
0: Yeah, it's just an interesting. Um...
1: Yeah, it's, you know, like that's I'm like I said earlier, I'm very skeptical about those things because mm. there is there's no way you can prove them. They it is it's impossible to have hard evidence unless you got like a third party to. Be with that monitor the person that was hypnotised for their entirety of the rest of their life to make sure there was no other contact between them and the hypnotist
0: well but you couldn't even prove that again that's not even something you can prove because say we go down to hypnotist now being sceptical and we both come out saying oh no I was actually hypnotised no one can say you're telling the truth or you're lying it's just we might have a weird reason for wanting to lie, to yeah. lie or do you know what I mean
1: and I do like we were saying about with the um, psychics and that it is that belief, isn't it? It's the belief that you want to do something. Like the mind, like your imagination is a very, very powerful thing. If you want to believe something enough, I think you will believe in it.
0: Yeah, and it's the same with anything, even with actions. If you want to, you know, like <clears throat> this is um, like. particularly with kids but like really with anyone if you want to do something it doesn't take much convincing say like drinking for example if you (laughs) want yeah it's like someone if someone else says it and suggests it you want to do it inside like do you want to go out for a pint yes you just haven't suggested it yet but you do want to go I saw a video of like two kids um, their dad puts down sweets on the table in front of them and he's put up a camera and he's like lads do not eat these until I get back like you'll be in a lot of trouble, do not eat these, wait until I get back, and they're both just nodding, 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 he leaves the room, obviously the camera's set up, and they both just like look at each other and are like, and like one of them waits for the other to suggest it, and then does it, do you know what I mean, it's it's like anything, if you go to a psychic wanting to hear something, then you're more likely to believe it, if again, if you go to a hypnotist, perhaps wanting to be hypnotized for a certain reason, then it's more likely, same as if you want to do something, you don't take much convincing. One person saying one thing can make yeah. you do it. So I, 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 I get that. And that's why it'd be interesting to see someone skeptical going and then ask them, did it happen? Like, does it work?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It is, but it's like how many skeptical people do do it? And it's maybe it's like, I feel even if you go into that, if you're skeptical, but you do go to those situations, if you was to put yourself in that situation, then you're gonna have a certain amount of open mind in this anyway. So you could, they could say something, and you'd be like, ah, oh, Joe, what? Even, even if they're half right, you'd be like, they're onto something, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think that's, I've, I've had too many fucking encounters with these sort of people, but a lot of people it's clasping at straws because they want to believe something and it's like they could say fair enough yeah sometimes very specific things come out but I think I am until proven wrong if it happens to yeah. myself or I'm always going to be like eh, is it or isn't it I mean I know like family members and that they think they've seen ghosts and not saying they haven't or they have but and that's, I think it's nice to think, like you said, it's nice to think there is something after. And if you see one of your family members and you think like that, it's nice to be like, oh, do "You know, they're all right. They, they may be gone, but they're all right. Yeah.
0: And that means something to you. And that's why I do want to do it because again, I'm skeptical myself. But when then I have family members that say it or friends that say it, I then just think like, fuck it. If it, if it works for them, then perhaps it'll work for me. And um, <clears throat> again, on the devil's advocate side, if, if you went to something feeling skeptical and putting a wall up, They could say the opposite and they could say, well, of course it didn't work, you didn't want it to, type thing. You didn't want to give anything, you didn't want someone to be speaking to you, so no one came, type thing. And that is the type of bollocks that a fraudulent fucking psychic would spew. Um, So it would actually maybe even be difficult to go in as a sceptical person and see if it actually is true, because they could then say, well, you've got a wall up, you're not wanting it to happen, so how can it happen? So. Yeah. did anything actually happen to that woman in Brazil like I do know- oh it only happened in like August or September she's obviously got arrested um I don't know I assume she's going to be getting a big prison
1: prison uh, term. that's you say it but then I suppose you look if people are willingly maybe it's because she was taking family heirlooms and things like that but if someone if you say, if I was to say to someone like you said there's no way to prove it if I was like I can read your I can read your mind or I can read your mind fifty percent of the time. And then I get it all wrong. I'll be like, hey, "It'd be the other fifty percent." <laughs> You've given me your money. But That's
0: actually an interesting point because when I when I read the article and thought about bringing it up on here, my thought wasn't even to talk about how she committed a crime. My was just to talk about the topic of psychics and stuff. But actually, are you committing a crime? Because well, you know yourself that you're committing a crime because you know yourself you're talking bollocks. But to like the law, you you are saying I genuinely. Hear spirits from the other side of the world, or whatever. Other from side the of the world life. in Australia, <laughs> <laughs> from the afterlife, blah, blah blah. I can I can feel them, and um, I was taking these people's money. I didn't make them pay me. They came to me. I took their payment. I gave them a reading, blah blah blah. Are you actually doing anything wrong? And how the, do the police prove
1: otherwise? Yeah, it's a sticky situation. You get, you get a lot of con artists, don't you? Like that, and it's if someone. Do you, know, so, do you know we used to take the piss out of, uh, the piss out of Liam for saying he sells microwave insurance to old ladies yeah, so
0: and-
1: shit like that happens all the time like but, yeah. you, you, and there's nothing you can like they do they prey on weaker people and it's like they'll give you all the money and that, you, when you try and take it back the only leg you've got to stand on is like that person's an arsehole well
0: yeah if, if
1: they <laughs> as long as they provide that service yeah, yeah. That's the thing
0: if they sell solar panels and convince some granny that already has them that she needs more or something whatever it is they've not actually done anything wrong or proper being a prick they've not done anything illegal it's only when like some of these scam artists and cowboys how they get caught is because they are lying or they're putting like double the price on the invoice to what she's actually yeah. purchased and that's when they're doing something illegal but yeah if you convince someone to buy something they don't fucking need or then yeah you're not really committing a crime you're just being a dick
1: Yeah, are just an absolute <laughs> arsehole I actually know someone who's whose Nan got done quite a few times. And she had a, she's actually microwave. She had a microwave insured for, I think it was like 140 quid. And the microwave is worth like 30 quid. It's mad, isn't it? Well, that, fucking people like that are scum on the earth though, innit, that can just hap- happily just sit there and like do it to those sort of people. Mm-hmm.
0: But who else are you gonna do it to? This is the Don't
1: fucking do it.
0: <laughs> if you're that sort of prick and that's how you're making your money, you are only praying off of vulnerable or idiots or people who are older and maybe forgetful or have dementia or don't actually know like, I've seen, um, you know like Panorama, they always investigate that sort of thing. And um, there'll be like a, a a man with dementia, for example, and they'll come around to his house and say, you owe us X. And luckily Panorama will have like set up cameras and he'll be like, I paid you guys yesterday. And they're like, you didn't. You've not paid us yet. You still owe us for X. And then because he's got dementia or because he's forgetful, he then doubts himself and ends up paying them more. And they can just prey on the, the elderly or prey on the weak like that. And it is fucked up. But it, it does happen a lot if you think about it with like insurance, solar panels, fucking... Have, have you seen White Gold? Yeah, you know what yeah, it? yeah. You know when they bet that um, James Buckley, whatever his character's called, he sells double glaze into a woman that he's already sold double glaze into and all he asks the builder to is take the same windows out and put them back in but he convinces her that they're new and they're like improved and stuff and he gets away with it like she agrees to buy more she eventually asks him to take them out but some people literally do that for a living and it's the same as like again not in this country but you know you get like the yahoo boys that message and the princes who say like i've got A million dollars worth of gold and i want to share it with you blah 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 i've always wondered how they get from that point to giving you money but i think what they pretty much do is say like you have to just send me one thousand dollars so i can ship it to you or something and then people do and i always sit there and think who the fuck buys this shit who is so fucking gullible or vulnerable that they agree to do this shit but there is a market for it, otherwise why would they do it? They wouldn't be sending out these random texts and these random emails if they didn't have a conversion rate of even 0. 0.0001. If you bung out a million messages and one person comes back to you and gives you a $1,000, you've made money. And there are literally people out there that <clears throat> do, uh, it, it bemuses me because it's not always like, obviously I feel very sorry for like, <clears throat> older people or vulnerable people or people who shouldn't really be managing their own finances if they've got learning difficulties or some sort of ailment. I feel sorry for those type of people but you get like just normal 40 year old bloke or 40 year old woman who'd fall for it and go oh yeah I'll pay you that. How do you fall for that shit?
1: Yeah it's uh, like we, we spoke about this before though didn't we about like it's the age of the internet that we we're very like um, clued onto them sort of things and if you've if you've used the internet for any length of time, you are. But some people will be like, they haven't got a fucking clue how email works. And like <laughs> their eyes will light up, and be like, fucking hell he's pit me. <laughs> it's just like how did you get email? How did you get my email? And yeah, it's It's mad. Because yeah, it does happen. But I suppose 7 billion people in the world, a couple of them are going to be stupid enough to do it. Not, not being tech savvy is fine. That doesn't make you an
0: idiot. Like a person who, say, in their 50s or in their 60s, right, that isn't maybe clued up on the internet, isn't as tech savvy. If someone coming up to you in the street, take tech out of it and said, you're right, fella, I'm a, a African prince and I've got $10 million worth of gold. I want to share it with you, though, because I want... Blah, blah, blah. But you need to give me $1,000. Yeah. You need to give me $1,000 so that I can actually ship it over here. That person's going to be like, fuck off. So why is it the fact that it's online? Because it is the fact that it's online that gets older people, I think. Mm. Um, It's so odd. Something happened at um, work. An older man, though. And he got... (laughs) He got emailed something like, we've seen what you've been watching on the internet. We've, we've hacked in through your webcam and we've seen what you're doing while watching porn, blah, 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 right? And they tried to blackmail him for money. And this poor fucking old man, of course, yeah. is looking at that thinking, fuck. And he asked for his help because obviously she's the PA. So he was just like... I honestly haven't been doing what they've said. Like, I haven't. You filthy, you filthy, <laughs> filthy boy. And she was obviously just like, oh no, like, I believe you. Obviously, this is just a scam. You don't have to reply to this. And he was like, yeah, but they're saying they've hacked him through my webcam they've got footage of me and what I've been... What I really haven't been doing anything.
1: But he doesn't ever have, have a webcam. <laughs> Probably
0: not. <laughs> and uh, But he was so scared. Like, he was so scared. And he was like, what if they've managed to do, like, leak something? And she was just like, but if there's nothing to leak, then there's nothing to be scared about. And,
1: mm-hmm. um, so obviously, he's like...
0: <laughs> but they believe it. And it's so, it's sad because people do get away with it.
1: I do think from that, like, point of view, though, people, I think people in general, like, a lot of people think the internet and their own, like, emails and things like that is a lot more personal than they're led to believe. Like, it is so easy to get someone's email. It's a joke. You know, didn't you have you used to have that LinkedIn thing, for work, yeah, well, where you could just contact anyone?
0: We had an app, yeah, called uh, Lusher. Where literally, yeah, if you went on someone's profile on like LinkedIn or another social media, it scans the internet for that person and it will bring up their email address, yeah. their work number, their mobile, etc. It's very easy. Yeah, it's mad.
1: So it's like, do you know, obviously, like, there were, since uh, you know what GDPR is, don't you? Yeah. So since that, there's a lot more tight restrictions, is it? But all it is now, it's just you just tick a little box that says, uh, we're allowed to share your information with third parties. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that, Soon as you agree to that, which most websites don't let you carry on if you don't press yes, you share it to a third party. I only know a lot, like I know about this sort of stuff is because of I when I do like email marketing and things like that, or I um when if I I have the option to share data with other, I don't I don't do it for myself because I don't like I don't want to give other people whatever people sign up for. But yeah, as soon as you do that, and then it goes to the third party, that third party can then. Do whatever they want with it because it's like although yeah technically twitter or whatever might not be able to cold call you because it's against their privacy policy or whatever so if you click yes yeah, share with third party that third party dates theirs then and then that third party gives it to the nigerian prince <laughs> who tries to share his gold with you. Yeah.
0: You know, you see those memes as well, um, where it's like the poor Nigerian prince who's actually just trying to share his wealth with the rest of the world, but not responding to his emails. <laughs> it's like a pile of money around him. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's true. Um, it's It's very easy to get contact details and it's very easy to scam people for whatever reason. But I do feel sorry for them. Um, and I do just think it is because they're they are led to believe that a lot can happen on the internet, which it can. You can get hacked. You can get identity stolen. You can get your banking hacked, et cetera. But what I say to these people is if a random man come up to you offering you money in the street, if you give him some money first, you tell him to fuck off. So just because it's on your phone doesn't mean that it's like yeah, legit. But they get there clever because they even do that thing now where they send you like, they say, uh, we've got your parcel. It's from Royal Mail. Yeah. We've got your parcel. You need to pay three quid. That's not like they're scamming someone out of... Uh, a million quid or a thousand quid but if a thousand people do that they're getting three grand and you have to pay three quid to get it through customs or whatever it is and people pay that because that's more of a it's not a nigerian prince trying to ask you for a thousand pounds it's like
1: something believable in a form, nigerian it, courier yeah. <laughs> trying to give instead of <laughs> give me three pounds give me but like that's believable.
0: That's not even something that would just get done But Say someone was in a rush and they just went, didn't look at it properly, just yeah. thought, oh, fuck, quickly pay that. Um, that's something that gets people. They, they do it in clever ways. Even with... Um, I'm sure you've seen this new fad at the moment with, like... I always see people posting it on social media where someone's, like, text their mum saying, this is um, fucking George. Um, I've my phone's broken this is my new number can you send me money I need to top up my credit or something and they then the mum the mums that obviously the, these people have that post it on their social media their mum then text their actual number saying just got a text off a new number is this you like is everything okay and they say like I no, don't respond to that because they realise it's a scam but how many mums probably would be like then worried about their kid and be like oh yeah sure I'll send it over now what's happened um, and then people post like telephone conversations on like WhatsApp with these scammers where the mum's like what's happened and oh I got hit by a car and my phone's broken blah blah and then the mum's like oh shit and it, it gets people so they, they're going around it in clever clever. just get a fucking job like this is what I mean these I'm sitting here saying that the way they've gone about things now is clever and these new ideas they have is clever put that fucking to, to an actual job like be innovative in some other way
1: hey make, make a fucking killing being a salesman wouldn't they <laughs> like you said yeah it does it happens and i think that's the internet's a very easy place to prey prey pre- on people in it it's like a it's like catfishing you haven't been on the old tinder scene in a while have you
0: no not for um.
1: Uh, it's very it's very very easy i was actually i was listening to a podcast sorry I should tell my notifications off. something like um yeah, I was listening to a podcast the other day with like a celebrity and he was just saying, like, my account gets deleted all the time because those like people think I'm a catfish. Yeah, and you get reported.
0: Yeah. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. If you saw a celebrity on there, like, you, you always get things of like Auntie Joshua, uh, someone will have a picture of Anthony Joshua on their Tinder or their Instagram or something and will be like, oh, can you send me 50 quid for a pair of boxing gloves, please? <laughs> <laughs> like, you are obviously, you're not going to assume that Anthony Joshua that you've just matched with is actually Anthony Joshua. They always will get reported for um, like for spam or yeah.
1: Yeah. But then it like it happens with real life people. Like we briefly mentioned it before, didn't we, about the Tinder swindler on an early episode? But I never actually watched. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he is that's and it's all over the internet. I think people just do tend to be a lot more gullible over the internet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like with with the Tinder Swindler, it was like those, obviously on that documentary, I just do think those women were very, very gullible. And like what we, it links back to the whole thing about psychics or hypnotism. They wanted someone that badly that they were willing to believe anything he said. Mm -hmm. Because again, your average Joe would not believe the shit that he says. You're some multi-millionaire, but you need 10K from me for some reason, and you'll pay me back. But the way he did it, wasn't it by, obviously, we spoke about it before, but he would treat them and take them on private jets so they would actually think, well, he does have wealth. It is just a cash flow issue, and he'll get back to me. But, yeah, <clears throat> I don't really... Online dating, obviously, I've not done it for many years now. I'm happily in love, but... Just, just to clarify, quickly, <laughs> get that in. <laughs> yeah, just to clarify. Um, But, like, when well, you said about catfishing... And catfishing to me is an odd um, term, because like, to me a catfish is someone who's literally... You know like there was that show, Catfish, catfish right, where they would find people who were putting pictures up of people who weren't them, etc. That to me is catfishing, but the term now gets used as a catfish where a bird meets the bloke and the bloke thinks she's uglier than what her photos are, and you say, oh, she's a catfish. Mm. But to me, that's not really a catfish because who, male or female, is gonna put a rancid, ugly photo of themselves as their Tinder profile. Oh, you will man. put one up there where you think, I look nice there, or I look skinny there, or I look, well, my hair looks nice there, um, or the lighting's good in that one. You're not gonna put on bun pictures of yourself. So when you then turn up to meet someone who's only looked at pictures of you you're never pr- you're pretty much never going to look exactly the same as those pictures do you know what i mean because you've taken good angles and that's both that's not just one one way or another that's both both genders so that to me isn't catfishing but obviously catfishing does actually happen where people just put pictures that aren't even them and it's someone else's identity because they're like hiding behind the thing like that docuseries that yeah. you know catfish but do you uh, spend a lot of time on tinder now Judges. Got your own place. Yeah.
1: Sad, sad about the uh, putting the shitty photos up, mate. You see my, my photos. Well, it would be hard to take her. <laughs> hey, <laughs>
0: I'm
1: fine. I'm a handsome chap. when I want to be given those, those videos are like, yeah. Um, yeah, mate. Do you know the online dating world. Oh, it's fucking. It's actually quite like depressing um, is the wrong word, but it strokes your ego when someone matches you. But then at the same time, it's like the amount of people that like you match, and then. None, if you're a bloke, you're always expected to make the first move. Like, mm. Even if a girl likes you first, apart from there's what... Um, oh, yeah, I
0: was about oh. to say, that came after my time, obviously, but I remember seeing about that online and just yeah. thinking that's actually a cool concept that the girl has to message first and you get a certain amount of time and if she hasn't messaged you, you unmatch automatically. Yeah. That's quite a cool... Um,
1: so, Jab, yeah, weirdly, weirdly sad about that, yeah? So, just going back to my point about like the bloke expected to make the first move, I will match someone on... I'm on a fucking everything. <laughs> I, I will match someone on Hinge or um, Tinder. Bumble. But, and I will see that same person on Bumble but won't match them on Bumble and it's like, why the fuck are you on it? Like, I mean, you like them on both
0: but you only match with them on one meaning they've not liked you on both.
1: So, that say, so, like, even sometimes i like, say because the girl will like me first, like me, uh, they'll come up, like we'll match on one of them but I will... Nine times out of ten, I, if I see them on see them on Bumble as well, I'll like them. So, like obviously you find me attractive enough to like me, but you just don't want to have to make the first move, and it's like, oh, I see, yeah. Granted, maybe they're just like hey, he's good enough for him to try and chat me up, but not good enough for me to try and chat him up. Um, yeah. So, and that's like as a as a bloke, I was actually talking to someone about this the other night, and um, one of my mates' girlfriends, and I was just like, it is. It's quite like, it's just such a big numbers game. You might... Oh, I'm fucking shit at texting, like... I I'm quite, I feel like I'm quite a sarcastic person a lot of the time. It's very hard to get that out over text. And you don't have actual good chat either. Mate, I've got a fucking amazing chat. Just just, <laughs> just keep it hidden away. <laughs> um, well, How many times have I tried to chat you up? Probably quite a few, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> you touched me under the table with your feet uh, earlier today. Yeah, uh, that was you. Um... But yeah, it's like you, even when you match with someone, you message them, sometimes sometimes they don't reply. Or you'll start chatting for a little bit. The conversation just goes dead. You don't actually go on a date. Mm. And it is quite like a, not demeaning. I can't think of the right word for it. But you know, it's like when you're constantly just battering at something and it's just rejection after rejection after rejection.
0: Yeah, but I also think that it depends what you're on there for. And... You, again, I'm assuming this, based off, though, I've I've seen your Tinder and I've been on your Tinder with you and looked at <laughs> some of your chats with people. Um, if you were that keen to actually want to go on a date with someone and want to meet someone and want to get someone around, then you would. I feel like you don't really do that either. I don't uh, yeah, like. I don't and it depends what you're out. If someone is on there looking for a genuine relationship, then I feel like that person will make the effort to actually chat to people not you I'm saying like even a girl not messaging you if she was that keen say to actually find a relationship on tinder then I'd imagine people she she was probably being picky with people they're liking and the ones they do like they will probably speak to um if someone's looking for just a shag they'll be liking absolutely everything and probably messaging most of them as well but then you get that in between where like, when I was single and obviously when a lot of people like, say when we were at uni for example, how often did you see other people from uni on Tinder as you were swiping through? And these people aren't really looking for a relationship or a shag, it's just something that you had in that age bracket from like 18 to 25 or whatever. Everyone just has Tinder yeah. and some people probably don't even use it. So you match with someone, and they probably never message anyone. They're just sort of on there because it's Tinder and that's what you do it Like with. me? <laughs> well, yeah. But I don't
1: message I feel
0: like if, if you're looking for a relationship, you probably will message people. Those thirsty lads who are looking for just a, a shag probably will message people. But there's some people who probably just have Tinder to have it. And maybe, like you said, it is an ego boost because you do see yourself get super liked or mm-hmm. you do see yourself get liked all the time and you think, like, oh, decent. And maybe some people do enjoy getting boys, chat them up chat them up and they may not reply to everyone, but they may reply to a few that they think caught their eye or something I don't know
1: yeah oh, 100% it does it strokes your ego like if I, when I see someone I, I don't message a lot of people and maybe that I think that's a point of laziness from me though because like I know like ninety like percent of the things, the chat's just gonna fizzle out, and I'm like,
0: but what do you have it for? What,
1: what do you have? Chad, maybe, maybe I am. Without without wanting to admit it to myself, I do just because it strokes my ego. I see someone that I find attractive, or like a, a fit a fit girl like me. I'm like, yeah, fucking sick. <laughs> But now I'm never going to message him. Well, that's what I mean though.
0: If you wanted a relationship, or you wanted to—oh no,
1: no it. one's on no one's online dating for a
0: relationship. No, but you say that, but we know people who have met on. We know several people who met their other halves on Tinder. I think older people. Older people usually take it more seriously actually trying to meet someone online. Mm-hmm. But again, I've just listed a, f- a few of our friends that have met their other half online. So people do actually, whether they went onto Tinder or yeah. Bumble or Hinge to find a relationship, maybe they didn't, but the app is designed for online dating and relationships. It's not designed for sex. That's just what younger people use it for. So they may not have gone on there to find a relationship but they've come away with one anyway and that's the the app's done its job whether they wanted that or
1: not so yeah i suppose they're just like happy happy coincidence happy happy um happy accident well no
0: but you say that but my point is it's not a happy accident because that is really what the the person who designed tinder or bumble or hinge or plenty of fish back in the day i think that was one when we were actually like young mm -hmm. um they designed it for the purpose of online dating and relationships yeah. etc they didn't design it for a fucking sex
1: app oh no I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm saying happy accident in the sense that a lot of the people on there probably weren't thinking I'm going to get a long term relationship out of this right. but they go on a date and you're like actually oh, you know, yes, you're alright I wouldn't mind repeatedly shagging you for a few years <laughs> <laughs> until we resent each other enough that I start using sex as a weapon <laughs> <laughs> I'm not great. Maybe maybe I need to get on it a little bit more and I'll be able to have a bit more of a valid opinion about whether or not it is quite... Um... Oh, I don't go on it at all and I've got a valid opinion. That's just my opinion on it. I think you
0: get out... You, unless you're like some... I don't mean this derogatory again. I'm not talking about male or female. If you're some absolute rotter who's probably not a great person so doesn't have a great chat, and doesn't have a lot of, in common with other people, you're probably not going to have a lot of success on online dating. But if you're just a normal person... Um, it. I think what you get out of it depends what you put in and what you actually.
1: Yeah, it's basically like anything in life, is it? It's because yeah. if you're yeah. looking
0: for just a few shags, then you'll probably find it. If you're actually looking for a relationship, and you're a bit pickier with who you like, and you're a bit pickier with who you actually meet up with, etc. Then you'll find it and if you're just looking to get your ego stroked, you probably find that as well. Yeah, well I do. <laughs> but maybe you can get something else stroked if you actually put a, a bit more effort in.
1: <laughs> I do think like a massive part of it though is in like my experience, people just aren't honest on there. And I think feel... like you with bio six foot. I'm oh, not six foot two. <laughs> just reverse the six and a two. Um but yeah, a lot of people aren't, and I think, like you said, some people might want a relationship. Tinder, Tinder, a lot of people don't like. You go on Hinge, potentially Bumble. People like people are looking for a bit more from that. But it's like if someone, I think it would be a lot less depressing to go on than that if people were just upfront. And I, I do think maybe that's without going to too much. We don't make this episode too long. Like the way society works, The girls, even if girls do just want to shag out of it they're not going to put in their bio because you're going to get a lot of the creeps that message them then Mm. but then they get to choose who they match with but no one's honest enough and then it's like it gives it a bad bad rap because it's you will You'll get a load of lads on there that are just looking for a shag but will lie through their teeth. They will tell you on yeah. the chat that they're not looking exactly. for a shag and
0: they do want a relationship, oh. meet up with you, even date you a couple of times, shag and then...
1: Uh, I love you. you. You're the only girl for me. It's,
0: it's always going to happen. And, but it's not even just lying about what you're looking for. People will lie about like, what they do. Like People will put on there like, semi-pro footballer, pro footballer, whatever. You're not. like, yeah. And people will put like, investment banker or something just to make themselves sound like they earn money when actually... They're not an investment banker, but that's fine because someone won't care. Like you'll come across someone that doesn't give a shit what you do. They're just mashing because they think you look nice. Um, But people are always going to lie because it's that idea of... um, I don't know why I relate things back to EastEnders, but there was a storyline on EastEnders where um, some kid changed his name to like his name... You know Bobby Bill? He made an online dating app and he called himself like Robert... And his grand's restaurant that he works at, he said he was the owner and blah, blah, blah. And the girl ended up coming onto the square for a few dates. Eventually found out that he was talking shit um, and lying about his whole persona. But she was like, I actually liked you anyway. You didn't need to lie type thing. And you do just get people... Because there is that attitude that like you have to exaggerate things to be able to, I don't know, get girls. Or a girl is going to have to exaggerate something to get fellas but you don't because a lot of the time you will find someone who just thinks you're all right. Like you don't have to be that out there and be earning the most money in the world type. And do you want the type of people who are only interested in you because you are six for two or because you earn X or or that's your job title? Like that's never going to last long-term type thing because they're only there because of something that you're not.
1: It's a status thing though, isn't it? Have you, um, have you heard of the, is it called six sixes or the three sixes or something? It's like every, every woman wants a lad with like six figure salary, minimum six inch dick, minimum six foot. Um, I've got two of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> one of them definitely isn't a dick. So. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's out of all of that, it's, you. I think it's only like, I can't remember the actual stat, but it's such a small percentage, such a small percentage of the male population are actually six foot and above. Like to be six foot and above, it's quite a rare thing. We know a lot of people like it because we play sports. Yeah,
0: I think that we've spoken about that before, the fact that because we, a lot of our friends are from rugby, you are naturally a bit bigger, not you, but you know, our other friends, you and Con and then the rest of us. Um,
1: But yeah, it's true. Um, But that's, and you've got, you've got like, Say ninety percent of the women's population fighting for fucking seven percent of the males population. So no wonder a lot of blokes feel the need to lie on their profiles because it know they know it's going to get them a little bit more attention.
0: And it's the same in the in the reverse though. Is what I was saying about like blokes saying, "Oh, she catfished me." it's no wonder they put nice pictures of themselves up because mm. you may not have matched with them if they had put normal photos or ones that aren't good lighting. Mm. The whole thing is a facade, okay. whether it's about the 666 six, six thing you just mentioned, lying about what job you do, lying about what you're looking for. I think you do have to sieve through a lot of shit to find di- the odd diamond or the odd mm. piece of gold. But if you try hard enough and you want a relationship, then there's a load of success stories of people actually finding that. So Yeah,
1: I, no, I do think it, think it is... Um is I think with a num- uh, with a numbers game, with online dating, it is a massive, it's a numbers game thing. Like I said, you'll sit for a lot of shit. That's not saying the people are shit. It's situations you don't necessarily want to be in. Yeah. Like if you was, but you don't, I think especially our generation, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but you don't tend to meet people face to face anymore. Unless uni, obviously like you and we were together in a lot of situations. So you've got a lot more face to face contact, but you don't, especially if you still live at home with your parents, Unless you work up in a city, the city is a good place for it because everyone goes out for work after beers or
0: mm. whatever. And if you work at a big company, then yeah,
1: then you're likely to each day. likely to shag at least 90% of your co workers. <laughs> One of my mates, you know, you know who you are. Yeah, and it is, it's just a fucking numbers game. Like, if you still live at home, then you're not going to be bringing bare people back to your gaff after nights out and things like that, are you? It's just not something you do. Some people do, granted, but mate. My my old house, 100%, if I brought someone back, my mum would have been down there in the morning. Mm. What's your name? Is it serious? they breakfast. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think you just got, it is like you got a message. You might go on about a hundred dates before you meet someone and you're like, do you know I actually like? And granted that percentage isn't for everyone. Some people they might meet someone, first date they go on, nine times out of 10. And it does just get a bit like, like I said, that's, I'll go through spurts where I'll try and talk to quite a few people and then it all just fizzles out and I'm just like oh, fuck this I can't be asked." and then I might not do anything for a couple of months and then have another spurt it
0: is just a, but again it, again it depends it comes back to that it is a numbers game a lot of things in life is a numbers game and it also depends if you desperately wanted a relationship for example mm-hmm. then you probably wouldn't get uh, put off and you would probably still be on Tinder trying to find one it's the same as like if someone desperately we spoke about this before about jobs if someone desperately desperately wanted a job mm-hmm. they probably would keep looking but if they're just sort of humming and hawing then you are more
1: likely to be like oh fuck that mm-hmm. um, but it is a numbers game yeah but, it's fucking just take different approaches different aspects of my life like with my work i'm like yeah fucking i'll hammer at right that but relationships nah fuck that mate.
0: girls me. you can't hammer them yeah you hammer your career <laughs> just hammer my right hand <laughs> cheers cheers, cheers place, to <laughs> thanks for watching